Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 70, Meth Testing. Do I really need to get one for my investment property? Many property investors think that any meth-related activity in a home, no matter what the level, will mean that their tenants could get sick. That's why many property investors ask us, here at Opus Partners, should I test my home for meth contamination? And the answer is generally no. And although many think that even a little bit of meth contamination can cause huge health problems, new research indicates that only heavily contaminated homes are at risk. In fact, the Prime Minister's chief science advisor wrote a report saying that landlords should generally not test their homes. But while that's the research-based view, some landlords still query whether they should test or not. So in this episode, you'll learn what a meth test is, why it has been considered so important in the past, and what the current science says about testing levels. So let's get started. What is meth and why do some people test for it? So meth, otherwise known as methamphetamine or P, is a powerful and highly addictive and illegal drug. And if you've seen Breaking Bad, you'll know that meth is usually quote-unquote cooked locally, with meth dealers using run-of-the-mill properties as makeshift laboratories. Because of the toxicity around the drug itself and the chemicals used to make it, there is a possibility that a person's health may be affected if living in a property where meth has been produced or smoked in large quantities. And if a property has been contaminated, the cleanup and decontamination is quite expensive. Kaianga Ora, which was called Housing New Zealand at the time, said that it can cost between $600 and $1,800 for meth testing and up to $30,000 to decontaminate a property, which is quite a lot of money. This is why many landlords have opted to get a meth test. This means that they can prove to prospective tenants that their homes are clean, but also they can charge cleanup costs to tenants who have damaged the property. This is why it has previously been the number one worry for property investors as reported in New Zealand Property Investor magazine. That seems like a quite a compelling reason to test. So you might be thinking, why are you suggesting that landlords shouldn't test their properties? What the question has really become is, how much meth is too much meth? People often get emotional about the prospect of meth contamination. Meth is scary. And public health messaging has tried to scare us into not using it. Rightly so. But the question is, at what point is a contaminated house going to make me sick? And what counts as a contaminated house? So before 2018, a room would be considered contaminated if it had 1.5 micrograms of meth per 100 centimetres squared or more. So anything over that was considered to be meth contamination and required fixing or remediation. So the threshold for the amount of meth allowed in a home was really very small but the cost to have the problem fixed was huge. But in 2018, the Prime Minister's chief science advisor, Sir Peter Gluckman, published a report which said those levels, so 1.5 micrograms per 100 centimetre squares, were way too strict. In fact, Gluckman's investigation stated that there is no evidence anywhere in the world that says that people can be harmed by third-hand exposure to meth residue on surfaces. He said those low meth standards were making things worse. Tenants were being unfairly evicted from their homes and landlords were spending money to fix homes that shouldn't be considered contaminated. For this reason, he proposed, number one, there is no need to undergo a meth test as standard procedure. And number two, the threshold for a contaminated property should be raised 10 times higher. So from 1.5 micrograms to 15 micrograms per 100 centimetres squared. 
In the report's own words, it says, Testing is only recommended where meth lab activity is suspected or where heavy use is suspected. Testing is not warranted in most cases. In the article that you're listening to, there is a screenshot of that report if you want to read it in a little bit more detail. But to paraphrase, unless you think your property may have been used as a meth lab, the science says you should not test. And this is good news for landlords as it means money won't be wasted fixing homes that don't pose a health risk. In fact, it's estimated that over $100 million was wasted prior to 2019 on remediating properties which posed little or no health risk to its occupants. And the bottom line is, unless it's 15 micrograms per 100 centimetre squares, it's really nothing to worry about. But if it's greater than that 15 micrograms, you need to disclose it and you need to remedy it. However, these new guidelines didn't automatically make the stigma around meth contamination go away. And there are still going to be many people out there that are worried about the potential health risks of any meth contamination, even if the science says that you shouldn't be concerned. At the time of writing in Feb 2023, it's still up for debate. And unfortunately, there has been a grey area. So some organisations have adopted Peter Gluckman's suggestion of 15 micrograms, while others are still on the 1.5 micrograms per 100 centimetre squares. For example, if you have a tenancy tribunal case, unless there is 15 micrograms, your house will not be considered contaminated. You therefore can't evict your tenants or charge them for decontamination. Kayanga Ora has also adopted this standard, but some insurance companies are still using the 1.5 micrograms, and this is because the official standard in New Zealand, NZS8510, as set by standards NZ, still has anything above 1.5 micrograms as contaminated. And in the article that you're listening to, I've also got the screenshot of that report there. That's why the government is currently planning to increase the standard to 15 micrograms. And because of this, we recommend currently viewing 15 micrograms as a level for contamination. And you should only test if you expect extremely high levels of meth or meth manufacture in your property. In light of this new information, some property investors may choose to not meth test their property. And while this is our recommendation, it's ultimately it's your choice and it may depend on the situation. Some active investors argue that it's always worth getting a meth test before expensive renovations on a property. And here's a case study of a property investor who would disagree with our recommendation. Every Thursday, Opus Partners sends out our newsletter called Private Property. And one week we asked for every property investor's biggest mistake. And here was Barry's reply. Barry thought his property needed extra TLC after his unruly tenant finally moved out. So he spent $40,000 renovating the property. It looked so fantastic he figured it might be an opportune time to sell. But then the real estate agent requested a meth test as part of the usual due diligence, and it came in at over 400 micrograms per 100 centimetre squares, and the maximum threshold, remember, is 15. So there was no doubt that this rental was being used as a cookshop or meth lab. So the entire house had to be gutted, including all of his new renovations. So all the new carpets and all the new blinds went in the bin, and the insurance won't cover it either. Insurance only covers the decontamination and part of the refurbishment, but it caps out at 30k. For Barry, this was a $40,000 mistake. And from Barry's experience, he would recommend testing before doing expensive renovations, just in case. Since it is statistically unlikely that your house was used as a meth lab, it's understandable that some investors don't want to run the risk. But there are also currently risks of getting your property tested. According to Tenancy Services, if a landlord rents out a contaminated property, they may be breaching the Residential Tenancies Act. 
but as discussed, there are two different standards for what is considered contaminated. So, what do you do if you test your property and it comes back between 1.5 and 15 micrograms? Do you tell your current or your potential tenants and risk losing them even though the science says that it's safe? Or do you not tell them because the science says that there's no risk and the tenancy tribunal would agree with you? See, that's an ethical conundrum. And that's why some property investors say, well, I'd rather just not know. I'm only going to test if I think that there's been a meth lab run in my property. And that raises another really good question. So how do you know if your house has been used as a meth lab? If your house has been used as a P-lab or a meth lab, there will be clues. For instance, meth labs are often behind hidden false walls. So if you see a room that is unexplainably small, there may have been a meth lab hidden in that room. They also require extractor fans. So if you see an extractor fan in a weird space or a room with PowerPoints in odd places, that could also be a sign of a P-lab. So if you're walking around your newly empty rental and you find a false wall in the bedroom as well as some newly installed wall fans, it might pay to get a meth test done. Or if you are a soon-to-be buyer and you have a strong suspicion that a property you're interested in has been used as a cook shop, then you can make a meth test a condition of your offer. Am I an irresponsible landlord if I don't test my property? No. It's important to take into account new evidence, particularly science-based evidence. And the most recent science-based investigations state that testing is only recommended where meth lab activity or heavy use is suspected. So let's be frank, the chance of your property being a meth lab is quite small. There were 74 meth labs in 2016, of which two-thirds were rentals. So that means there's at least 0.01% of rental properties identified as P-labs, which is a pretty low number. So finally, to test or not to test, should I test my investment property? Here at Opus Partners, our view and the research-based view is that landlords do not need to test their properties for meth contamination as a standard. The only case where you should is if you think that there has been a meth lab present and in that instance, there will be clues to indicate this. There are always gonna be some investors who choose to test anyway, but this is their personal choice. So really, at the end of the day, it's up to you. Good luck.